What is up, everybody? And welcome back. You are listening to Suds Buds Presents Pints and Pixar. I'm your host, Eric Anderson. With me, as always, co-host of the show, Nate Uppadel. Oh, and I guess I forgot to say it, but before you, Wii U, this is the show where we chat about the films of our childhood over an adult beverage. There, you see it. It's We're human. We're human. You can't see us, but we're human. We're flesh and bones. I, I'm rusty. I haven't sat in the hot seat for a couple weeks now, and I'm I'm flubbing the intro that I've done probably like 50 times now. It's crazy. Wee-oo! You, you told me to hold it. Then we got the Wii U. Then you got the Wii U. We and, are rusty. We're all over the place today. And things are back on track now. <laughs> I'm good. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Good. I've uh, been in event for a couple weeks, but it's it's been good. A lot, a lot of shit. Well, but, I usually don't associate a lot of shit with uh, good, but shit. I guess if uh, you know you're having healthy BMs, that means you're doing something right. <laughs> yeah, you gotta big been fan e- of eating a lot of veggies. Gut health. You know, a lot of probiotics. Wait, is probiotic the the, the one that's the healthy gut health? Healthy gut health. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Probiotics. probiotics. Yeah. 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 Yeah, superfoods. Superfoods. Antioxidants. I hate that word so much. Like, or uh, detoxify is another one of those fun mm. buzzwords where I'm like, yeah. if you use that word, like, what toxins are we talking about here? Yeah. Like, they just throw this detoxify around. And like, you, you can't say that across the board. Like, did you eat cake and listen to an episode of Joe Rogan and now you have to go to a sauna? Or are you, like, hooked on, uh, you know, some sort of a drug that you shoot up? You know what I mean? Exactly. Like, they, what, what are we talking about here? Yeah. And how is green tea going to help? <laughs> do you need to go to a center for this? Is this an over-the-counter? Exactly. Uh, Does it make you poop or do they lock you up? <laughs> can be both. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, good gut health and and probiotics, uh, Nate and I, since last recording, made another batch of hot sauce. Mm-hmm. And I guess it kind of fits the theme of this episode because this is an episode about all things orange. A little early autumn episode. Uh, Oktoberfest episode. And our hot sauce that we made is a orange sauce. It is. Well, I mean, we don't know yet. I mean, it's going to be an orange sauce. It's probably going to be pretty orange. There's a lot of habaneros in there. Couple, you, five pounds? Five pounds of hobs. Um, you ever want a really look, weird look from a person working at a grocery store, go out and buy five pounds of habaneros. Yeah. that The look she gave me was just sheer terror. It's it's gonna be wild. It's the biggest volume of sauce we've made. Um, yeah, a lot of habaneros, a couple pounds of serranos. Hey, um, well, maybe we'll do a little giveaway. You know, once we get it wrapped yeah, we up, could do that again. Yeah. Garfield's Inferno, uh, batch two. Yes, uh, reincarnation. <sighs> I'm, gonna put, I'm gonna put Garfield in a little cowboy hat. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be the same whole same label. He's just gonna be wearing a guard or yeah, uh, a cowboy hat. Then in the back could say somebody peppered the watering hole. <laughs> Might not be the same label now. I got a lot of ideas running through here. I think it would be fitting to make like a Pixar label. We could just call it Woody's Roundup. Garfield's Roundup. <laughs> Garfield's Roundup. No, nah, I don't think we can put Garfield and Pixar. I think we need to keep those entities separate. 
for for legal reasons yes, of course yes i don't want to have to be let's say we have one of the hardest working legal teams out there at this point yeah i don't want to be involved in digging up a old case last time we did that a man died from the stress <laughs> jesus i mean i'm not kidding i mean he did die he did die he did die he's he's gone r.i.p carl rest in peace carl mm-hmm. well i'm glad you're well yeah. Glad you're well. Um, you know, it was fun, fun saucing it up, and uh, we're going to sauce it up a little bit today as we crack open the conversation with our first Oktoberfest. So today's episode, just want to get this out of the way, it's going to be a little different format. We're basically going to talk minimal Pixar, maybe reference favorite parts of this season thus far, maybe do some bits on movies or whatnot. I've already got something catching my eye here on the table, <laughs> Pixar related, that Nate brought, but... It's basically just going to be the it's a uh, classic Suds Buds episode. Yes, yes. Yeah. Emphasis on the Suds, which I know sometimes uh, takes the backseat to Pixar. Some some of those movies, you just got there's a lot to unpack with some of those. Yes, yeah. So for the more uh, beer forward listeners of the show, I guess this one's for you. But uh, special dedication this show to Dustin, <laughs> Minnesota Dustin, now Texas Dustin, exactly. Austin Dustin. Austin Dustin Austin Ranger. Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Got to change my his name in my phone to that now. Stone Dustin Steve Austin. Steve Austin. Stone Dustin Steve Austin. Dustin like Stelton Steve Austin. Uh, yeah, there's something there. Exactly. We'll, we'll figure. We'll get a portmanteau, or yeah, we'll get a nickname by the end of the show here. But yeah, so Dustin moved down there uh, about two weeks ago now, and sounds like he's having a great time. Actually, I haven't, I haven't talked to him since he left. Shows what kind of a friend you are. Well, you know, he, he is broke, my former co-host. He so. broke my heart, yeah. and that's all I got to say about that. See, I'm, I'm coming at it from like the supportive dad stance, where I just want to see him like spread his wings and fly. I'm, I'm coming up, coming from it as from the, the betrayed friend stance. Yeah. yeah. Never leave me. But anyway, I'm fragile. Speaking of betrayed friends, I think Nate's gonna betray me in a minute here, but we'll Uh-oh. see. Um, but we are drinking today the Bell's Oktoberfest beer, and it is a Marzen style. Um, this comes to us from Bell's Brewing out of Comstock, Michigan. And uh, some notes on this beer. It is, uh, fall is my favorite time to drink beer. The weather turns cooler, there's a bounty of foods, and beer just seems to taste better. Hope you enjoy this traditional beer as much as I do. Prost. That's uh, from Jerry J. Bell. So that's all we got on this bottle. This is a bottle. It's not a can. Most of, I'd say 90% of what we drink on this show is from cans. Yeah. But Bell's we're is kind splitting of a, a bomber or something, but. Yeah. Bell's is kind of an OG, though. Yeah, um, they. it's not often that I have a bad beer from Bell's. I mean, there's that, there's the, the, the standout bells too hearted that beer that beer threw me from the ipa train for a while and not because it's bad but because i severely overdid it that was one of those beers where i just just putting them down like water and then one day i was like yeah i can't do this anymore it'll happen Mm-hmm. but that you know helped forge the love for Oktoberfest, so it's fine yeah well, uh, the reason I said I think you might turn on me today is because uh, we had a little bit of a disagreement before we, ah. we got on here. Um, Nate is drinking out of... It's not what he's drinking out of. I like it. 
it's adorable. It's just what he's calling it. He's got this really cute Buzz Lightyear sippy cup. It is. It is a Buzz Lightyear Stein. Okay. Pixar. Uh, I mean, it's kind of fun, like looking at some old merchandise that they used to make because it was just kind of like a, it was a shit or like a crapshoot. Like we're just gonna throw as much merchandise as we can out into the universe and see what sticks. Yeah. So some of that old movie merchandise, like especially for animated films, so dumb. Um, but yeah, they made a Buzz Lightyear Stein, and it is a Stein. Um, it's cool. It's not a Stein. It's plastic. It's a it's a big cup. Uh, I told Nate without the lid on it, it's a cup with the lid. It's a like, sippy cup. There's, there's like a it's a flippy lid, like a, a classic Stein has. Like, you you are it. a toy cup. <laughs> you are a toy Stein. You are a toy Stein. Let's see. I don't think that there is any uh, any rule that says Steins have to be, um, or, a, or material guidelines for Steins. Well, I'm not don't... saying there is a rule. I'm just saying you're wrong. Well, you, you're trying to make it a rule here, and I don't know. Can like, I mean, can Steins be plastic? I think so. I mean, is it a preferable way to drink beer? Not necessarily, but if I've We've got a show about Pixar, and I've got a Pixar, and it's literally just Buzz Lightyear's head. Like, it's the creepy smile. Um, no, he's it's like, great. It's when great. He, yeah, exactly. Like, when he comes out of the, the package, like that frozen face, like, yeah, fresh out of the package buzz. Like, a little eyebrow raise, big creepy smile, dead eyes, um, and it's just his head as a stein. A cup. Like... I don't have an issue with what you're drinking out of, just what you're calling it. Do I need to bring this to court again? No. Get I, get the law offices of Suds and Buds involved here? I really didn't want to go the first time. I just kind of followed through with it. Mm, okay. It is a stein. I mean, uh, like with the flippy lid. The flippy lid's like a, if you're going to have a telltale it's sign. It's neat. It's neat. It is neat. Would you like to hold it? I, I held it earlier. That's how I discovered it was fake. Yeah, it's, I mean, there's advantages to it. I mean, advantages, it's, you know, if you drop it, it probably doesn't shatter. Nope. Um, disadvantages, it's cheap. You're drinking out of plastic, which I try to minimize Same, as much like as it, I can. It felt weird pouring it from the glass bottle into the plastic stein. No, I know. It looked weird. Yeah. Especially after having picked it up. It's like pouring uh, i mean i guess that's kind of what this show is is we're pouring our uh <laughs> our adult input into uh the world of children's films and you're pouring an adult beverage into a a child stein a giant kid's cup like that thing was probably intended to hold so much juice yes well and like another fun thing um so this is only a 16 ounce um but I have brought it to, like, when Gastov's was still open, RIP Gastov's, um, they'd have their big Oktoberfest events. And I would bring this, and I'd wear, like, my, I have a puffy space vest. Um, and so I'd wear that, and I'd bring this stein. And the last time I went, the bartender was like, that's an awesome, awesome stein there. I was like, yep. Problem is, it's only Did they say nice. stein? They did. They did, because you can bring your own stein to Oktoberfest can't bring your own cup you bring your own stein um and i was like yeah the only downside is it's only 16 ounces well at gas stops they do 20 ounce pours so we struck a deal 
she gave me every fifth beer for free. So, I don't know. I think I only got one full round of it. I don't think I drank ten beers that night. Maybe I did. I don't know. I, I screwed up my leg that night. But, either way, she was kind enough to comp me a couple beers for the lack of ounces that this thing holds. So that was very nice. That was very nice. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Gastavs and that fantastic bartender. There you go. Look at us. Back to our roots of Suds Buds. Mm-hmm. Talking about beer and the, the wonderful people that work around it. Exactly. The wonderful workers of the beer industry. Huh. Um, yeah. I actually, for the longest time, I was holding out hope that Gastavs was just going to like do a resurrection for Oktoberfest. But I don't foresee that happening. They've been shuttered for quite a while yeah that's a tough one because they don't have a huge outdoor space do they well for the the oktoberfest event it's like a huge like they'd set up the tents and everything um like giant tents but and they'd have like food trucks out in the park they have a huge parking lot basically okay so i guess they could have but anytime i ever went there not during oktoberfest it never seemed all that busy they had a pretty good dance floor in the basement um but like i think they tried to like make it a little more modern like try to yeah attract more of a yeah a weekend party crowd i don't know if that really worked out for him but um, yeah so r.i.p r.i.p now i don't know what i'm gonna do for oktoberfest that was like the one bar night where I was like, yeah, I'm absolutely going out for that. Yeah, figure out something. Put on your lederhosen, drink some beers, grow up a few verse. No, I put on my space vest and I walk around with my Buzz Lightyear stein. I, I just told you this. Yeah, but you could put on a lederhosen with a Buzz Lightyear vest. What if I had space lederhosen? There you go. That'd be fun. See, I'm listening and I'm helping your ideas, Nate. Well, You're aggressive today. I'm a little spicy. You're a little spicy. Mm-hmm. My hands are spicy. You I got... cut up a bunch of peppers today and they're like, they're still kind of tingling. Um, I've washed them so many times. He says that he's washed his hands. I have. Okay. Okay. Like 30 times. Well, that's just objectively too many times to wash your hands. I know, but they're very spicy. Why don't you wear gloves when you cut up the peppers? See, I'm asking myself that right now nate but <laughs> we did it when we made the hot sauce yeah but these were his jalapenos so i was like <laughs> okay i'm better than them i swear uh, i mean maybe it was just because like i was younger but like i remember when jalapenos were like oh shit there's jalapenos in this and now it's like yeah jalapeno is basically a slightly spicier bell pepper yeah now but like occasionally they can get that weird amount yeah. of heat to them these were all ones that I grew, and they have like, they were like just big, nice looking peppers, like mm-hmm. <sighs> beautiful. I'm just thinking about them right now. Why don't you tell the people what you did with them? Oh yeah, I made some uh, some jalapeno poppers. So filled them with some horseradish havarte and some cream cheese, salt, pepper, some uh, chili powder, and then uh, soaked, just like real quick, just like dipped basically some uh, half slices of turkey bacon into a soy sauce mixture with some other secret ingredients and then uh yeah skewered them and and roasted them they're pretty damn tasty thanks man you done good kid thanks man um yeah i was gonna look up and see if i'm still holding out hope that gas is gonna reopen um one sec (laughs) 
Fine, I'll do it later, Eric. <laughs> oh, you want me to? You want me to fill time? Why don't you fill some time? Uh, this uh, episode is brought to you by AutoZone. Um, when you need auto parts, go to AutoZone. <laughs> Catalytic converter gets stolen last night. AutoZone. Uh, hit a hit a bird and your headlights dirty and you don't want to touch it. AutoZone. <laughs> I got, no, I, I got my answer, but I really just want to keep you hearing two plugs for autos. Well, good good things come in three, so I got one more. Uh, did you uh, d- did you, did you hit your your neighbor's dog? No, no, I didn't. Auto zone. Okay, yeah. Oh, gas tops is closed. It's done. Whatever. Nothing matters. I'm going to drink more beer. Mm. AutoZone. <laughs> 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 Shit. Shit. AutoZone, pay us money. Yeah, no kidding, dude. <laughs> yeah, AutoZone was always the one. You ever had to recharge your AC in your car? Dude, Um. No. So I've been driving without AC in this car for, let's see, it's go, it'll be a year in October. Okay. And I'm just kind of owning it. Um, I mean, at this point, you already made it through the time when you'd really need it. Yeah. So like, uh, does it have heat though? Um. It well, we'll find out, I guess, in about a month here. It did last winter, but oh, okay. it, it's never had AC. It should have heat. Um. Yeah, I'll be okay. I, I've I've tough guy that my my car a few times before it's been too hot where i probably shouldn't have been driving sure but i did once drive my grandma's car uh solo through death valley in april with no ac and that was in april so it was like mild but that was still like i mean you're talking straight sun yeah and like one of the hottest places in the world probably the hottest in continental u.s they don't call it Death Valley for nothing. That's yeah. what I always say. But I lived, so I mean, I always tell people I defied Death Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Just finish the statement like Who three minutes cares? after they leave. I I defied Death. <laughs> walk away, Valley. And yeah. You're not a liar. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what were we talking about? AC yeah, recharging oh, yeah, AC. Yeah, no, recharging I. AC. Long story short, no, I've personally never done it. Mm. i've had my ac recharged in cars in the past i need it done in my car now but salsa dave had an experience recharging his ac with one of those do-it-yourself kits from the store and he could probably tell you more in detail about it but i walked out just in passing when he was like trying to do it and i think i was on my way to work and yeah just one of those things we gotta unscrew something put another thing on and then like hit it yeah basically it's like a metal hose that you attach in to pump freon into your yeah into the system he had the canister and the freon in the hose but he couldn't get it to connect oh so that's a bummer but i've been meaning to actually snag that and see if i can do it on mine maybe we'll do that today actually i can teach you how that'd be sweet kiddo yeah yeah you know gonna learn you learn you something new i'm usually the one teaching you all sorts of stuff it'd be refreshing (laughs) to see how it uh, works the other way see if i've I've picked up and you you taught me how to teach you know it's that's the goal. 
Yeah, you're. Do we we tell people you're back in school? You're oh, man. You're a learned man now. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I just completed week three of my first semester back in school in five years, and it's wow. It's a lot. I gotta do more work tonight, but it's been uh, it's been good. Been doing well. Been been putting the time in. Maybe not at the times I want to do it, but making the time to do it. Trying to fight that procrastination bug that I've had my whole life, but the work almost always gets done. Haven't missed anything yet, but it's a lot. And man, <laughs> anyone listening who's taken a logic class, if that comes easy to you. I'm so jealous. Come help Eric study. I don't get jealous about a lot of things, but if, if... Sounds like you're pretty jealous about my Stein. Anyone who could have done the practice problems I was working on yesterday and looked at all those and been like, oh, this is easy, and just breezed through it, I would have been like, man, I wish I was you right now. My brain is, is yeah, it's like in a pretzel, but we're getting through it. That's good. Is that... Uh, how many credits are you taking? Just 10 this semester. Okay. Shouldn't say just ten. It's a good amount, say, but like, what was like the the full load in like when you're living at college? Is it like is it eight? No, it's not eighteen. No, a lot it's of like, universities twelve is full time. Um, most kids as freshmen will take like two fifteens. You know, it's usually like thirty a year, I think, or twenty eight a year. Most schools set you up for. Sure. But um, I'm probably gonna do summer classes too. So. I'm looking at maybe doing like 10, 12, 12, or 10, 12, 14, but sure. we'll see. It's not like you have to, you know, also work and pay bills during that. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Thanks. Reality check, Nate. Happy to help. Yeah. I'm, I'm here. I'm here teaching you more. That's why we need these ad spots, man. Exactly. AutoZone, come through. Put a kid <laughs> through college. <laughs> so I'm, I can be your scholarship. Yeah, exactly. The AutoZone scholarship. Yeah. Yeah. They, uh, the auto AutoZone Trust. Yeah. I'm yeah. Trust AutoZone. Absolutely. I'm by no means a make a wish kid, but I could use groceries. <laughs> Who couldn't? Yeah. Actually I did pick up a bunch of vegetables for my CSA if you want some. Ooh. Uh I got a ton of uh a corn. Fresh corn. Nice. Yeah, corn on the cob. Super down for that. All right. Yeah, let yeah, me know. Yeah, put some of that. Got I'm some apples. To... Ooh. Seriously. Like if if you How ever many? have a chance, you're like I had to split them, so I only got like five left. This winter or fall, I'm going to put you through a pie tutorial. Pie tutorial? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you make a pretty good apple pie, don't you? Whatever you want pie. Whatever I want pie. Yep. Okay. I'm a sucker for pumpkin pie. I can do that. I've been Thanks. thinking about getting into like savory pies mm-hmm. this winter, like chicken pot pies Ooh. and like more like the knish route, like potato pies, potato, carrot, yam. So like turkey, like no, when you're like you're a kid and like you don't really like, you just want the food as fast as you can, like the microwave shit. Mm-hmm. The chicken pot pie was the only one that like it was a noticeable difference for me as like a child, where I, like, <laughs> I asked my mom to teach me how to use the oven so I could make chicken pot pies while she was gone. Oh sure sure yeah yeah because yeah. I got those definitely. Ones. Like that one, that made all the difference for those. You got to get that crisp on the end. You know what I mean? Oh, speaking, I mean, actually, kind of tying it back into the Oktoberfest thing, um, there's a restaurant. Well, it's an Irish pub, but um, there's a restaurant over in Uptown called Prodigal. Okay. And they got a killer chicken pot pie. <sighs> nice. 
fun Irish bar. They got a fun drink special called the uh, the Bear and the Hound. Mm. Uh, it's a pounder of hams and a shot of houndstooth whiskey uh, for like six dollars. Damn. So if you ever if you ever want a cheap drink, uh, super cool spot. Pretty tiny bar. Cool. Um, but yeah, super cool. Man, chicken pot pie sounds so good right now. Yeah, this winter we're definitely gonna go on a pie kick, and it's one of those things too where. I like a lot of times I'm cooking for just one, you know, most of the time I'm cooking for just one, as you can probably relate. Um, That's pretty bold of you to assume that I've done any cooking as a reason. <laughs> exactly. I am either working at the bar or I am here. That's why pies can be great, especially if you're going in towards like if it, it's a lot of time to do one pie, but it's mm-hmm. not that much more time to do two or three. So, like, if you came by, we could each make two or three. We could, at the end of an afternoon, have six pies mm-hmm. in an hour and a half more's time than it would take to make, like, one pie, basically, you know? Sure. Maybe it's, a it's little a longer. Set, it's a setup in the heat, yeah. the preheating and things like that. And then you can freeze it. Uh-huh. Which is the thing I did. I made a bunch in one swing last like Thanksgiving, and one of them was a berry pie that, I mean, if you can, you know, eat it fresh. But I ended up saving that one and, and uh, deep freezing it and gifting it to my parents for Christmas. That's a fun one. Yeah, so definitely recommend it. That was a good thing that came out of COVID for me was... Spending more time in the kitchen, but cooking things I wouldn't have otherwise. I think banana bread kind of sparked it. Like trying to get the perfect loaf of banana bread. Yeah, it it's it's got plenty of the moisture left, but like not, yeah. But like once you master banana bread, it's kind of like one dimensional. Mm-hmm. Like it's good, but there's only so much you can do with it. People are always like, "Oh, I threw fruit in it, or I threw nuts." I'm like, "Yeah, it's still it's just like somehow it's not a different banana bread. It's just oh, this is banana bread with." walnuts in it now right like you I, I see what you mean by one dimensional like it doesn't change the flavor at all and just, to call it banana bread is even deceiving it should be banana cake or banana loaf i mean what's a loaf of bread pal the consistency of a good is, banana bread is, is bread never... cake oh is sweet bread cake. Dude, I'm the last person you want to get started <laughs> on this. I'm going to be asking everybody this tomorrow. You're gonna, that's the thing. You just you just want other people's opinions. You want people to do all the work for you. Is pico de gallo a salad? Is tomato soup a dip? No. No and no. Um, shit, is pico de gallo a salsa? Is pico de gallo a salsa? So salsa is a salad? No, I, I said no. All right. I said... Okay. <laughs> okay moving along yep we need to move along because this is going to get me all fired up (laughs) i can't i can't see how quick i can do that you got this power that just nope don't make me do this put the knife in and twist it (sighs) with them spicy hands spicy hands yeah well you made quick work of that your mug looks like it's pretty light now yeah it's pretty light what do you think of this this is a really good Oktoberfest, right um I I've kind of noticed a trend with Oktoberfest where they they've been a little sweeter as of late than I remember them being, and I'm not crazy about the sweetness. And this one doesn't have that. Like this one, it's got the bready. It's still light. Um, 
pretty crisp finish, but it doesn't leave like a, yeah, that's kind of sweet aftertaste that a lot of them have been having recently. Um, I know there's like, there's some I drink pretty much every year and some have gotten more sweeter, some less, but I, I keep gravitating towards the less sweet Oktoberfest. I don't know if there's really supposed to be much sweetness to them at all, but I think maybe we should have put this later in our lineup then. Probably, because I feel like we got some sweet ones coming in. Actually, the opposite. I think this one's quite sweet. It was like the first thing I noticed. Maybe it's yeah. just a difference in palates, but like this to me is reminiscent more, or like it's more in line with like a Sam Adams than it is with like a Hacker or a Polliner. Okay. Excuse me. Um, Multi, yes, not super dry pretty sweet um i like it a lot i don't think there's anything off or bad about it but i do think it's going to be on the sweeter side of what we're going to try today and i should maybe let people know another thing that happened off air was um i pulled six Oktoberfest out of the fridge put them in a line and i said nate pick three and picked three Sam Adams is one we have on in the fridge, but it's not on deck for today's episode. Hmm. I'm almost kind of tempted to have you try a Sam Adams off air because I think you will find that it is very similar to this. Really? And quite sweet, but in like a a good way, not in a bad way. Okay. People knock Sam Adams. Sam Adams is not a microbrewery, okay? And it's no. not like small scale craft. But they do still make some really good beers. Um, you keep going. I gotta remember which which Sam Adams it was. There was a wedding I was at where they just had a shit ton of Sam Adams, one style. Damn. And I got real into one of them. Yeah, I mean they've um, Boston Lager was like. Yeah, that's what it was. It was the Boston. Just Lager. the regular Boston Lager. Yep. That's like that was one of our college beers. Like when we thought we were drinking like adults was when we had Sam Adams bottles <laughs> in the dorms. That was like our fancy Friday night beer. Like most of the time it was old Milwaukee cans or Budweiser bottles or Miller High Life because we were a bunch of jackasses. Well, but you know, that's fine. Um, yeah, man. Sam Adams is uh, – people try to say it's like this small like grassroots thing. and it's, it's not. But they still make good beer. Yeah. You don't have to be tiny and – brewing the thing out of a closet to be cool you know granted that is cool but they um yeah i mean some of their i'm not saying i love all of their stuff but like if i'm at like a a bar and my option if sam adams is there and i don't have a whole lot of options yeah i'll probably do at least one of those because they've got some good quality stuff it's mostly light it's mostly clean you know they're they're kind of crowd pleaser beers, but yeah, they do a good job at that. Most definitely. Um, but this one a little bit different, differing takes on what we were tasting. Mm-hmm. But I feel like our ratings are going to be pretty similar. Do we want to do ratings or do we want to just rank the three? Ooh, yeah. Maybe. Maybe give it a rating, but just for this episode, maybe keep this off the books. Because I feel like some of these are going to be repeats from past years, too. 
Yeah, that's probably true. So, we if we give them number ratings, we'll inevitably have our one, two, and three by the end. That's true. So that's true. We'll, um, we'll keep it off the final season tally. Okay. Note. All right. Um, for me, this is coming in at a strong four. Okay. Um, I really do like this one. Again, maybe I've just had some very sweet Oktoberfest this year. Um, but this one was definitely not in that sweet. I wouldn't have put it in that sweet category. Sure. Like it's there, but it's less. Um, yeah, going solid four. Well done, Oktoberfest. Nice. I'm basically going to be right there with you at a three nine. Um, I really enjoyed it. I enjoy most of the beers that I've had from Bell's. Um, yeah, I'm kind of with you. I prefer my Oktoberfest a little. Less sweet, higher carb, a little drier, and I think you'll be pleasantly surprised with what I've got lined up. Okay, okay, okay. That being said, that's a four and a three nine from the Suds Buds on the Bell's Marzen Style Oktoberfest beer. We're going to take a quick little break, and we will be right back with Oktoberfest Brew. Uh, numero dos numero dos yeah <laughs> couldn't set it better welcome to the chop house what's up everybody and thank you for sticking with us what an exciting break we took salsa Ooh. dave kicked in the door was not waving the four four i don't think he's a gun guy oh, pa- he might be, pacifist I, maybe uh, yeah pacifist oh. can own guns hopefully he's not insulted by that <laughs> but uh yes he's back he's back he made it safe trip the house is a little bit spicier now. It's a little spicier. Mm-hmm. Also, he gave us a great name um, for for my mug. Yeah. Uh, what was it? Mug Lightyear? Yeah, Mug Lightyear. Or Mug Light Beer? Mug, mug Light Beer could also work. Yeah. Speaking of light beers, we're cracking open our next Oktoberfest. This one is an awesome can. Uh, this is a Marzen style as well, and this comes to us from Lupulin Brewing out of Big Lake, Minnesota. I'm actually curious at the end of the season uh, which brewery we've had the most beer from because I feel like they're probably right up there. Definitely. I know a good number. Of, I, I can think of at least three off the top of my head that we've had from them. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably it's in the running. Mm-hmm. But on this can it says Marzen or Martin beer is a lager that originated in Bavaria. And is the beer style that was traditionally served at Oktoberfest in Germany. Uh, Kilned malts and specialty malts. Sorry, this is really small print. Kilned malts and specialty malts produce a rich, toasty aroma with a sweet flavor. While the traditional lager fermentation produces a clean grain profile i'm sorry that is some of the smallest print i've ever seen on a can i mean it's tiny holy crap well and it doesn't help that it's white on shiny it's reflective yeah Yeah, it's it's white text on a shiny blue spot on the can the front of the can though the label is sweet i mean that if you didn't know that was a local one you'd think that's some og like german style yes beer kind of reminds me of the what was the, the the black lager that we had from them. Yeah, the um, kind of had that similar style. Oh, what was it called? A lot of flourishes and a lot of like classic artwork or like 
um, traditional. You know, you got the the weird lion chimera kind of looking things. Old something. I don't remember. Old English. Old English? Was that what it was? Well, that would be like the font, the font. style. With, you get like the flourishes and like your beginning letters. Um, yeah. Yeah, like that. And you're reading a book and it's like the first letters like outlined in a square and it's got some squiggly shit through it. Um, but yeah, all right. Let's crack in. Let's crack open this conversation, shall we? Let's do it. Uh, Let's get cracking. Mug Lightyear go. There you are. This one I've only got one can of, so unfortunately we are splitting. It's fine. I don't need to drink three beers before whatever time it is. No, it's only it's like almost five. All right. Your pour is definitely better than mine. I got a I got a foamy guy here. I'm a professional. Eric, how much beer have you wasted? Ooh, this is pretty good. I kind of wonder, like it's it does have like a a slight metallicness to it. I was it gonna say the same right thing right off the bat. Yep. Wonder when it was canned. Let's see. We got a okay, July thirtieth. No. Oh, yeah, July 30th. Okay, so this beer is a month and a half old. Month and a half old. Still, though, but, that's, I mean, it's been cold. I mean, that's... Yeah. It is an off flavor right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of a bummer. Yeah. But if you get past it, it's still got... It's got a nice malt to it. Um, I think I think you're right. It is a little less sweet than the last one. The bells, or yeah, that metallic taste is kind of hard to get past, though. Less or the same, like it's, I'd say it's pretty similar. But like it kind of, kind of leaves that note right on the front of your tongue. It's like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, well, I mean, I still like it better than not beer. Yeah, not my favorite, but uh, mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna have to say right off the get go, it's gonna take my second place. Yeah, well. I don't know what the third one's going to be like. Second so far. Second so far. Second of two. Two out of two. Two, yes. Um, it's kind of disappointing. This is the first one I've, first Lupulin beer I've had that has like an off taster. Yeah. Something like that. Not that, I mean, obviously it happens to anybody. Off taste can happen. Maybe a little on our end for not having the freshest product, but. Uh, mm, yeah, but. I'm, but still, it's not that long. No. Like, you know, we're talking, well, I don't want to spoil what the, the next beer is. I'm sure people can probably guess, though. Yeah, I'm not able to see the born on date on this. Um, packaged 810, so 810 on the bells. It's only 10 days after, a little fresher. Yeah, but. although I think the glass definitely, I like, I don't know that the metallic taste necessarily comes from the can. With something like that, like it feels like it would, but there's probably something in the brewing process that could also affect that. Yeah, are you talking about the placebo effect? Yes. Yes. I don't know why you went pirate with that, but that's fine. You do you, do you boo. <laughs> Proud of you, kid. Placebo sounded like a fun word to say as a pirate. Uh, I was talking with uh, one of our bartenders, Sam, um, yesterday about those words that like, the more you say it, like the worse it gets. 
You know what I mean? Like, where it starts sounding like alien to you. Like Tusk. If you say Tusk a bunch of times, it starts feeling weird. Hmm. Would you like to try it? No, I'm good. You're not going to do that on air? No. Um, But then we were talking about... But if you're interested, pause the podcast, uh, undergo Nate's weird social experiment, and say Tusk a bunch, and Hmm. you'll slowly lose your mind. Yep. Allegedly. Um, Another fun one is... And we're back. Yeah, and we're back. Thanks for sticking with us. Uh, I'm sorry about your brain. Uh, Another fun one is the word premium. If you if you like write premium out and you just look at it, just like keep looking at it, eventually it just starts to look like a fake word. <laughs> like it, I don't know, because I I was making a logo for somebody and premium was in the like premium was like a subtext on it, and I just couldn't get past it. Like I had to like I got up I had to go get like another cup of coffee just to stop looking at the word. Like I was adjusting the spacing. Um, it, I didn't like it. <laughs> I don't like that word anymore. I'll definitely get that where I'm writing, where I'll see something and it's like I'll, it won't correct it, but I'm like that's that's not right, you know? Yep. But that's usually more with like, just weird words. Like it'll be like, I'll write something like our, and I'll be like, like O U R, like yep. ours, and I'm just like that's, that's how it's spelled. Uh huh. But, like, um. Yeah, the amount of times I spell-checked the word premium that day was more than I care to admit. Like, I knew it was right, but I get just my brain wouldn't let it be right. Yeah. Um, so there you go. There's, there's, some, there's some fun things to do at home. Are you familiar with palindromes at all? Mm-hmm. That, to me, is one of the weirdest things in the English language. Yeah. I mean, it's fun. What's the long, is race car the longest one? It's got to be. I feel like it's sure one of the most commonly known ones. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I mean, there's so many like three, three lettered um, palindromes, you know, four character palindromes. But I mean, once you start getting into something that's six plus, it's. But yeah, that's one of those things. Is that like by design? You know, is that a linguistic design, like a conscious one, or is that just a weird coincidence? I, I feel like it's a coincidence. Like I don't know what like. I don't know why you'd ever go out of your way to craft a word that would be a palindrome. Like, that just seems like a weird extra effort. Like, I mean, especially when you're talking like the three or four letter words. It's just like, okay, there's only so many letters. I don't know. That feels more like an, yeah. Be interesting to see where the idea of palindromes dates back to. Or like the first person who coined that term. When, oh, okay. You know, because you got to imagine, like you said, when you're assembling a language, you're not thinking about how these things are going to play backwards, you know? No, exactly. Like, it would never... I can't I don't, think I of don't know why you would need to make one. Not that you have to make things for that purpose, but, like... What if there is a group of people, though, that speaks in a language that's all just, palindromes? It'd be really obnoxious, that, and I wouldn't want to hang out with them. Um... No, but, like, legitimately, what if that's what, like, an actual language was built upon? Oh, yeah. Not like a, not like someone in Cleveland just makes up a language or something. I don't know why I said Cleveland. But... <laughs> Got something against people from Cleveland? But, like, somewhere not from here. That's, like, the basis of how they speak. Like, again, it'd just be, it feels like they'd just be trying too hard. Yeah. 
Um, oh, another fun word, kind of in that palindrome thing, uh, portmanteau. You ever heard of? A, I mean, you've heard portmanteaus yeah. before. It's basically I'm not sure where what you, it is. Um, basically, where you combine two words to make essentially like a new, yeah, catchphrase or word or thing, like, hmm. um, like a motel. Motel is a portmanteau between motor and hotel. Like a, basically a drive-up motel. Hmm. Um, or like uh, in the news, Brexit. Britain exit. Brexit. Sure, sure. Hangry, things like that. But it's a fun word. To, it's fun, like once you know the word, you're just like, oh yeah, portmanteau. And spell, I'm pretty sure it's French. It ends in like T-E-A-U. Portmanteau. Portmanteau. Yeah, it's not the first time I've heard that, but I did not know that's what it meant. Yeah. Lessons from Nate. There you go. Nate's education corner. Well, that makes up for you not bringing any, uh, you know, synopsis on what Oktoberfest is. Why don't you sass me? Leaving the people guessing. Oktoberfest is a palindrome? It is <laughs> definitely not. I just, I, Eric, I know you're going to school to be an English teacher, but, you know, is that what you're going to school for? English Sh- sure. Sure. Yeah. I think that's what you told me. Yeah. History? No. <laughs> no. You're not no. a history guy. Yeah. Going for English. We'll see where it lands me. I uh Why did you make me believe that I was crazy right there for a minute? I was like, I swear to God he said English. I'm I'm pretty settled on the English part. I'm more trying to decide on the the minor. Cause I kinda wanna come in with like two subject areas, maybe a minor in one. So I, it could be English physical education, but we'll see. Gonna be an English PE teacher? I might have the the uh, the training for both, and then it'll just be or the credits for both, and then it'll be a matter of deciding which one I want to pursue, licensure. And I don't know that you own shorts short enough to be a PE teacher. No, dude, you're thinking of it the wrong way. I'd be an Adidas sweatpants guy. Adidas, yeah, but those are like the those are the teachers that like run ten laps, but like you don't think the teacher could actually run ten laps. No, when I think about that, I think about Mr. Shaw, who was like fifty and had like silver hair, but like he had like the three stripe sweatpants with like the team shirt tucked into it. Like the we were the Spartans, so it was like Spartans l- lifting XL established nineteen ninety four or whatever. Mm-hmm. Had that like gray shirt tucked into the three stripes, like retro Adidas trefoil sweatpants, if you know you know. And yeah, whistle around his neck, silver hair, but like the whistle around the neck would be yeah. One of those guys who like, yeah, he he dressed like he was like getting ready, like like he was a stunt double for someone on their like training montage in a film, you know? Sure. He was gonna go punch some meat in a meat locker or something, but also like you could kind of tell like he wore kind of baggyish clothing, but you could tell he was like subtly jacked. Do you think that PE teachers, do you think, like, one of the perks that, like, people don't necessarily realize is that they just get to dress the most comfortable? It's like, one of the first perks I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, you think about, it, like, all the other teachers, you know, they're all dressed up for the day. A lot of them wear ties and things like that. PE teacher, like, rolls in. Yeah. Sweatpants, tucked in shirt, just nice, comfortable shoes, like... Whatever, they're the PE teacher. They got to be comfortable. Yeah. I you mean, know, every, day is, every day is casual Friday. Every <laughs> like, day is gym class. Every class is gym class. Like, your only job is to promote healthy living and, and discipline through activity. Like, sure. yeah, count me in. Yeah, just, just, and always casual. Always, like, 
And I'm trying to think if I ever saw like a PE teacher outside of like school, like, you know, like it, it's weird when you see like a, like a professional outside of their workplace when you've only ever known them in their workplace. Cause like they obviously don't wear that all the time, but like, I'm just imagining a PE teacher, like run them in, into them on the street and they're just like full suit. I'm like, what are you doing? Can't run in that. You can't do, you can't do burpees in that. I would bring so much to that curriculum. I'd have an archery course. I'd implement that. I'd have a... Uh, Literally every PE class I ever took was an arch. There's an archery course. You, well, know? You, went uh, you, to ain't, a, you ain't innovating. You went to a better school than I did, sir. Um, we'd have a jujitsu class. We'd play beanbags. We'd play all the classic drinking sports. It would be beanbags, darts, <laughs> pool, bocce ball, and then we'd have a cards unit. Card. That... The physical activity would come from the 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 faux bar fights that would ensue. And well, and I guess you could you could technically make it where it would be promoting a healthier lifestyle because then when these people go to college, they're just too good at the drinking games where they never have to drink. Yeah, you've raised the yeah. most. You've you've taught the most sober graduating class. Yes, like oh, they're yeah somehow like work beer pong into it. And you're like, oh, we just sink all the cups right away, and then we never drink. Teach them the values of, like, sitting down at a poker table or a blackjack table with strangers and, like, getting to know your server. Like, if you have table service, like, let them know you're not going to be drinking because you're trying to hustle. So when you tell them, like, a vodka soda, just get the water or just the soda. So you get in with your server, so you get all these other randos at the table to think that you're just getting plastered, and then you hustle them all. I'm pretty sure that's already like a movie. It's like the OG card trick. And that's in, like, I think they called that movie 21. Um, I think it's just a very old card trick. That, okay, sure. I think it's like you you, you tell the server on their... You Maybe you get a vodka Red Bull for your first drink, and then mm-hmm. you tell the guy, like, keep them coming, but, like, without the vodka. I don't care. I'll pay the same, but I'm just, trying to play some cards here. I'm not trying to get bombed and sit at a green table. I mean, I like sitting at green tables. The idea of getting drunk at a casino ruins it for me. Yeah. Because being being intoxicated and having just lost money is never a fun combination. No. It's like if I'm going to a casino, I'm usually um yeah, I'm usually I, there to win. I pretty much exclusively go to casinos when i'm drunk but that's pretty much because i won't go to a casino sober like i can't be convinced to go to a casino when i'm sober but when i'm drunk i'm a little more malleable on that front well drinking at a casino and not playing can be a blast i guess i've never done that but like i like to be included i like to do activities you know i filmed a pro wrestling gig once in northern minnesota and after the gig wrapped i uh (laughs) i had some money set aside, you know, not money from the gig, but just fun money if I wanted to play anything, and I didn't, and I drank with wrestlers and did not gamble, and it was the best choice I could have made. <laughs> I, that that sounds like a very you choice, and I dig it. Yeah, the night yep. kind of went sour, but not because of my doing. But uh, you get stone cold stunnered. I did not get stone cold oh. stunnered, but I did happen to be there with another guy that was on the video gig that was hammered and kind of getting testy to wrestlers and wanted to like take their finishers in the casino and uh at that point i don't think they were hesitant and thinking about repercussions and so i was just like i i got the room like we 
we're supposed to have separate rooms, but of course, wrestling promoters, they tell you one thing and then, you know, you're sharing a shitty room that you have to fight for because it's not ready when you get there. Um, So yeah, I was basically like, well, I got a key card, so I'm just going back to the room. I'll let you get, you know, swanton bombed by Mr. Kennedy or super kicked by, I don't know, whoever else was there. Quick thing. Do you think, let's say like you had a hotel room. Would and you like with the key cards, would you be able to go up to the front desk and be like, Hey, can I get my key cards changed? Like, I don't want the key cards that you gave me to now open my door. You know what I mean? Like, essentially changing your locks, but like at a hotel. Wait, what? Come again. Like, okay, you know, like you, you check into a hotel, you get two cards, right? Two key cards. Mm-hmm. Would you hypothetically be able to go up to the front desk, like after you've checked and you already got your cards, you've used them a couple times, whatever. Would you be like, hey, I want you to like deactive or like change my key cards. Like, I don't want the key cards that you gave me to work anymore. I want new key cards. If that makes sense. Maybe. Like why? Essentially, like, well, like in this situation, you're battling, you know, somebody else is going to end up having to share your room. But you're just like, whatever, you're on your own. You're being drunk asshole out there. Oh, yeah. Just going to the desk be like, yeah, I want you to change the cards. Like, I lost the card out on the floor, whatever. And I'd be like, all right, here's some new cards. I wasn't trying to, like, lock him out or prevent him from getting back to where he needed to be safely. But at that point, I'd been like, well, F this. You know, I'm I'm packing it in. Whatever happens to you happens. I'm not trying to see where this night goes. You're you're being a jackass. Sure. Um. But I have had it before, like, uh, where I've had my key card in my same pocket as my wallet or my key fob for my car keys. And I don't know how that works, but magnets. So I've had to get replacements before. Where I've been at a hotel and, like... Well, and, like, I remember that, like, hearing that that was an issue for, like, debit cards, credit cards, whatever. But, like, I've never had that happen, but I for sure had it happen with hotel cards. Mm-hmm. And it's like, how... I don't know. Like, maybe it's just they're a lot cheaper, which yeah. I'd imagine you wouldn't... Like, for the amount of those they give out, like, you wouldn't really want to spend any significant amount of money on those. No, I'm sure it doesn't need to be the same security as a bank. I mean, you watch them, like, swipe them and, like, load them right there, too. Yeah, but, like, the fact that they can get deactivated so easily. Like, I'll have it, like, in... Now, granted, I got a wallet that's made of metal, but, like, I'll just have it in the same pocket, not even in the wallet, and it'll deactivate just from being, like, next to that metal. And like rubbing against it. It's so, weird, yeah, man. They're cheap. That's fine. Hotel key cards. Actually, when I was in Mankato for that uh, that Creed show. <laughs> what a what a sentence. Did do we talk about that? No, uh, we didn't talk we, about we that. Did, there, but we then did. We, we had to redo that. We part. had to redo it. We talked a little bit about Rib Fest. Yeah, uh, I worked uh, Rib Fest down in Mankato, and the headliner for one of the nights was uh, the lead singer from Creed. <laughs> Yes, and uh, you bet your ass he played he played the hits like he opened up the show like hey I'm gonna play some stuff for my new album and then I'm gonna play the songs y'all came to hear like he knew what it was you know you don't like, you, it's kind of weird like with those side projects I don't think enough people would know how do I, how do I put this without being I don't think enough people would know or really give a crap to figure it out who, what band he was originally from. 
like from Creed. So he puts it stop, Scott Stapp at Staff. Yeah, I think yeah, Scott Stapp. Stapp. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, and so it's Scott Stapp, and then in parentheses, the voice from Creed. Yeah, right. And actually, my my buddy is the um, event manager for like the city, so like he was putting on this whole thing, and apparently, like when they got Scott Stapp, like you know they start playing it on like the local radios, like songs from Creed. But Scott wanted like a bunch of his original songs played. <laughs> My buddy was just like, "Not gonna do that." And he just apparently they just like flooded the airwaves with Creed for like a month. Jesus, which yeah, that, that must have been a fun time. I'm sorry, Mankato. Yep. Um, but yeah, I got to see I got to see Ar- Arms Wide Open, performed by the lead singer of Creed. That's all that really mattered. I don't remember. What, oh, I was talking about the hotel key card thing. Um, they just like, you know, checkouts like 11 or whatever mm-hmm. for most hotels at 11, they just straight up deactivate everybody's cards. Nice. Like, Cause I forgot my uh, phone charger in the hotel room. Like I walked out like right at 11, I was walking out. I was like, shit, I forgot that. I go back, try to use my card and it doesn't work. I was like, what the shit? And then it like dawned on me, found like a housekeeper that was like in the hallway like, hey, I forgot my charger in here. Can I get it? It's like, yeah. Oh, yeah, we deactivate all the cards, like, right at 11. So, I, I mean, it makes sense. But, like, just this sweeping, like, nope, nobody gets any, yeah, no no access to your rooms anymore. Oh, That's crazy. Weird business. Makes sense, though. Hotel facts. Hotel facts. What people came for. Yeah. But what do you say we give them what they came for, and that is... Our second beer review. The the... Suds for the Luplin Oktoberfest. Um, That honestly was really hard to get past that metallic taste, Um, which is a real bummer. Like I said, I really enjoy this brewery for the most part. Um, Like I, whenever we're like hunting for one, if I see one of theirs that's in the style or with the name, I'll get it. This one, yeah, especially with that, light of a beer having that metallic taste kind of took over the whole thing Mm -hmm. i'm sure it's a fine beer when it doesn't have that but i'm gonna go like two eight on this one like i'm sure that if it didn't have that it'd be a lot higher but i really couldn't get past that so i couldn't like appreciate anything else going on i'm gonna give it an even three um, it's a tough one to recommend because of that flavor. I like the look of it and the design. It is an Oktoberfest I would buy based on the design. I'm guessing you did as well. Yep. And like you said, we've liked what we've had from them. Yeah, we had that Mother Hen was from them, right? That was like that raspberry. Hen Henpeck. Henpeck. Yeah. yeah. That was a great one. Yep. Uh, fashion mullet. Yep. Yeah, I can think of several off the top of my head with that. The Black Lager, that was a great beer. Yeah, they've got a number number of good ones. Um, yeah, this is the middle of the road. It's not terrible, but also not a go-to of mine. There's too many better Oktoberfests. So. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, maybe probably buy it again just to see if I can get one without that taste and then like actually give it a, a fair shake. But this was what we got. This was the hand we were dealt. Not great. Not great. Not great. But it will get better. We are going to take a quick little break, and we will be right back with our final beer. And as one of our favorite regulars at the brewery says, Oh, 
I'll be back. <laughs> welcome to the Chop House. What's up, everybody, and welcome back. Thanks for sticking with us. Number three, our final beer. The Big Show. <laughs> no. Oh, I'm sorry. No. Uh, you're doing your thing? Yeah. Uh, yeah you well, no, no, it's not even about that. Did I ruin just, it? The Big Show's a wrestler, and like, you need to... Do a little more, little more uh, studying before you can start. Before I can start making wrestling comments. Yes, that makes sense. Yes. Actually, I get that. You need to know your history. I've been, I've been throwing out a lot of Stone Cold memes. What's Big Show's way. real name? Uh, M- Martin uh, Bigeth Show. It's not. It's easy. It's the name he goes by now because he no longer wrestles for WWE and Big Show's trademarked property by the World Wrestling Entertainment, and now he wrestles for AEW, also known as All Elite Wrestling. Owned by Tony Khan, son of Jacksonville Jaguars owner. But he now goes by his real name. And what is his real name, Eric? It's Paul White. Paul White? Yeah, it's a pretty so vanilla name. Yeah, that's a, that's kind of big. I, okay. It makes sense why he goes by the big show. Yeah. Can you imagine like wrestling that many years under a title and like you you can't you can't use it? Like Yeah. This has been your name, this is what everybody knows you as. And we own that. You can't have it. It's a huge thing in that business. I mean, for the last 30 years, there's been always at least two wrestling promotions that have like TV deals, basically. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, if you leave one to jump ship and go to the other, your catchphrases, your name, character name, your ring music, more than likely, if you're coming from WWE or then WWF, uh, that's probably all going to be licensed and copywritten material. Huh. So. Yeah, it seems like uh, like as much as as much fun as like wrestling can be, it seems like the WWF or WWE is not a great company. No, I mean, yeah, I think uh, John Oliver kind of brought a lot of issues that kind of old heads are like hardcore wrestling fans have known about for a long time he kind of brought that stuff to light and kind of did a quick concise commentary on it uh a big one being like their health care or lack thereof i mean yep it's a profession where you're getting on a plane every day and getting dropped on your head for a paycheck and the fact that health care is not included in that is it's laughable honestly like you just did i mean it's yep it's it's ridiculous but uh things are shifting and I think, hopefully for the better, if people don't know already, I'm a huge wrestling fan. I love pro wrestling. I don't watch WWE like every day or anything, but I uh, I think the concept of wrestling is one of the purest forms of uh, good and evil storytelling on network television. And it's episodic, and it's a series that's been going on for like 30 years, so... Has been going on a long time. I mean, Monday Night Raw, I think, aired their first episode in like '92, something Jeez. like that. What's the uh, What's the one that comes on when we close the bar? Like it's always what on, uh, pretty much every day. It's always on uh, the Bally Sports North. Oh, probably Ring of Honor wrestling. Maybe there's if it's basketball season, we're watching TNT. Then I know this AEW. is on Bally Sports North. Yeah, it's probably Ring of Honor wrestling. It's right after, like, yeah, pretty much like late night after the Twins play. It's like not WWE production, but like a notch down. Yeah, like yeah. they still got a pretty heavy production, but like it's a little darker. 
Yeah, there's like no audience or anything. Yeah. It's just like a ring. The they do the walk up thing. There's fireworks. I'm guessing it's Ring of Honor, probably. Maybe not. Oh, there's a wrestler on there, Horus. Like supposed to be the Egyptian god, but his costume just keeps getting more ridiculous every Jesus. time I watch an episode. That sounds like Ring of Honor. Yeah, it's pretty dumb. Gotta love pro wrestling. I think the quote is, uh, yeah, when wrestling's bad, it's uh, real bad. And when wrestling's good, it's as good as just about any form of entertainment out there. It's like crack. And I've never done crack, but I've heard it's, you know, once you do it, you you do it again. <laughs> wise, wise words from Eric right there. I love it. Excellent. That's why I've never done crack. It's because, like... Because you'll love it. Well, I... I don't know that. Just, <laughs> you just said that you would. Well, I, I'm not saying me. I'm just saying that. I'm just making that's a generalization. Oh, okay. you know, that's what the people Stop love. Stop putting people into a box. People there. love to hear generalizations. <laughs> Historically, generalizations have gone over really well. Have, have the people had enough about pro wrestling, or do we want to go deeper? <laughs> I don't know. You, I want you to go to a pro wrestling show with me, Nate. I would, I would. I'd be down for it. Oh, We're both going to wear one of your luchador masks, and it's going to be a great time. See, I think like. Yeah, I don't think that flies nowadays. Wearing the luchador masks? Yeah, like even Halloween, I don't think you can wear masks into bars. Like, Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. Fucking... I don't know. Actually, there was, uh, was pre-COVID. Um, ran into a guy that then I came to your house party, and he was here. Um, uh, I forget what his name is. I can't even think of his name. Um, but he was dressed as Fantastic Mr. Fox. Dave? Was that Dave? That was Dave. Yeah, that was Dave. Yeah, you ran into it yeah. up down. Yeah. And yeah. like I hadn't met Dave. And then I came to your house and I was like, holy shit, this is the guy I talked to for like half an hour at Uptown. Man, what a good night. That was Hot Apple Cider. Apple Cider that's hot. I've lived in a bunch of places in the last like six years and I've got memories from each house and like from my last house, it was like the wiffle ball game, you know, filming roommates film held to pay there. I mean, those are like stellar memories for me. Um, and here, one of those memories for this house that I will always have in my brain will be the Halloween party of 2019. I believe it would have been. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. It was just just started dating Sam. I had some old college friends, childhood friends, film school friends, roommates friends. It was a roommates lot. friends of friends, coworkers, you know, girlfriends friends. It was just um yeah, man, just missed that. Somebody had a pretty pretty uh gung or pretty heavy duty maleficent costume. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was that was Most a pretty definitely. impressive one. I was just like Staring at the horns for a long time. Pascal and Lauren. Um, that was Lauren. Seems like she always does killer Halloween costumes. I think I saw last year she was Nandor, I believe, from... Is that Guardians of the Galaxy? No, no. Um, what We Do in the Shadows. Oh! <laughs> um, and I think... Apparently uh, they just released a new season, by the way. I'm super excited to watch it. They did, yeah. I still got to catch up on the last one. But, yeah, I... I don't know her her partner super well, but they are uh, friends of my roommate, and uh, yeah, Sam's a pretty good judge of character. I like to think, yeah, and uh, oh, also That's why we get along so well. They're podcasters, so shout yeah. out. Um, 
Minnesota Mysteries, locally based podcast, I think out of St. Paul. Um, and yeah, basically deep dives into true crime. So if you like, uh, you know, things involving tall tales, horror, the supernatural, um, murder mysteries, yeah, Minnesota Mysteries, Pascal and Lauren, check them out. It's a, it's just a, a, a cheap plug right there. There you go. Plug in a Minnesota podcast, so I'll wear a sunny California podcast. I want to see my friend's friends do well. Yeah, that's why I get it. <laughs> Not your friends do well, just your friend's friends. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe they'll join us out here <laughs> in sunny California. Sunny California. Uh, you, you said you had a thing. I had a thing. You had a thing. I had a thing. Um, some questions for you. So far this season... Um, I mean, we've kind of got our formal ranking sheet. Sure. But if we're going off the spreadsheet, do you have a movie that stands out or takes up more space in your memory than another right now? Like for as far as Pixar films go. Um, I mean, there's Toy Story, obviously, but I think. We'll... I think Ratatouille honestly takes up the most real estate in my brain. Um, not for necessarily any movie reasons, um, but one of my one of my good friends for a very long time um, crashing at their place one night, and we were I mean we came we were in Winona, came home from the bars just just shit housed. Um, I I don't remember why exactly but they like they lived in an apartment like in like above like a shop, right? A cool apartment like this huge skylight, yeah, pretty open, very cool spot. Um I to to give you a reference as to how shit house I was. Um I had fallen asleep. I'd been upstairs. I had taken my pants off for some reason and i had fallen asleep on the bus stop bench out in front of their apartment Mm. so they came and found me and then we kind of rallied a little bit um so that that's about how drunk you can you can kind of guesstimate how drunk i was at that point um but i remember we were then they do a some music or like they like doing some electronic music uh with a bunch of like loop pads and um like MIDI controllers and things like that. Yeah. And we were writing a bunch of just goofy ass songs. And then, uh, we recorded a song that we just called Ratatouille. And then we just blared that in the apartment and then marched out to the living room demanding that their wife put Ratatouille on the TV for us because we couldn't figure out how to work the TV because we were all too drunk god damn yeah um so i think of that fairly often especially yeah especially whenever ratatouille comes out i just remember marching around their house stomping and just in unison chanting rat ratatouille um so yeah ratatouille's kind of uh, it takes up the most real estate there for me love that movie great movie <laughs> yeah yeah i suppose that's uh that's that's a good reason to have something you know burnt into your brain that uh yep. i can't say i've got an identical story to that <laughs> but i've i've had similar things where it's like you are 
under the influence, you are in a safe setting. Something sounds like a fantastic idea, and nothing is going to stop you. Yep. You are going to find ratatouille. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that's great. Um, that might have been my most enjoyable, like, sit through and watch and just soak it in so far. Toy Stories, I mean, just watching those first four, kind of having that be, you know, knowing going into this podcast, we were going to start with those. Um, you know, even right now, you got a Buzz Lightyear mug in front of me. It's yeah, hard yeah. to, uh, talk about doing a Pixar podcast without having Toy Story at the front of your brain. Yep. Um, yeah, as far as a favorite memory this season. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. If, I mean, Rat- not to copy, but Ratatouille, I think, has probably been my most enjoyable watch. Maybe watching Cars 2 with Sam and just laughing at it, <laughs> poking fun at it, you know, doing a bad Michael Caine impression throughout the movie. That movie was, was truly awful. Really bad. Yeah. Um, there's a, also a deleted scene we were talking about content to do for Oktoberfest. And there's a scene that didn't make the movie. Uh, it only made it to, like, sketches, basically. Um, but originally, there's, like, the scene in Tokyo where, like, they're meeting, like, having, like, the pre-race stuff. They were originally going to do that, in that at an Oktoberfest. Mm. Um, so there's a joke. Uh, Materhosen. He's like, look, I'm a Materhosen. Yeah, you had the yeah. pulled up today. Yeah. Um, so if you... <laughs> You feel like watching something pretty stupid. Some of the sketches though were a little graphic. Like there's like a haunted house, and there were cars hung by meat hooks like through Oof. the engine. For for a movie, I think we talked about this, but for a movie that really wanted us to believe that the cars were the people, like they were pretty brutal on that front. Most definitely, yeah. Yeah, cars is a weird one. Yep. Just putting cars up against Toy Story, I mean, it's just the the substance is night and day. But uh, something that stuck out in my brain was you talking about being drunk and deciding you needed to take your pants off. Yep. Um, I've got a buddy who was known to do that, for, but only in a particular instance. Um, I know he listens to the show, so I'm not going to name you, man. I'm not trying <laughs> to throw anyone on the bus or snitch on anyone, but if you know, you know. Um, this particular friend was known for, you know, you, you would, you would drink a fair amount, a lot of beer, a lot of filling stuff, and then you'd purge it out at the end of the night and sufficient, not necessarily by choice, but it happened. He he was, uh, (laughs) you know, I'm not saying I haven't done it before. I've, I've overindulged, but this particular guy would find himself a nice cozy place in front of a toilet and, uh, he'd inevitably have his pants off and found out years later is because he'd usually go to the bathroom try to take a poop and level out or just sit down and just chill and then usually realize he has to yak and then turn and then it just kind of goes from there but uh he didn't lock the door he was you know a brave one and so the result is numerous times throughout my life i've known this guy since i was about four um people walking in and you know one second you're just a party goer that has to urinate and then the next second you're staring into the depths of a man's asshole that's <laughs> bent over a toilet. And, you know, he always went deep, too. He was never, like, over it. He was basically, like, in it. Um, sure. One of the most iconic memories, though, happens to happen at a Jimmy John's. And we're freshmen in college. We went to school at NDSU for our freshman year. And we're walking around, and it was one of those where it's like, you know, 
trying to find the place that is open late and cheap. And Jimmy John's checks those boxes. So you mm-hmm. walk in and group of like five of us and we're all pretty tuned, but you know, there's always that one in the group that's more so more so, you know, four are trying to get food and one's just trying to stay alive or yep. to try to stop the world from spinning. And again, not shaming. Yep. Been that guy done it. But I happen to be one of the ones like pulling out the card and I'm ordering and, He's like, oh, I'm good on food, man. I just need a water. I just need a water. And he's over by the fountain, just like sip, stealing. Because they give you that tiny cup. Yeah. So she's just filling up this cup, pounding it. Half it's missing, filling up, pounding it. And eventually ends up making his way to the bathroom. And he actually decides to lock the door this time. Good. Locks himself in. Oh, no. And it's been a while. Been a while. Been a while. So we're going on like 10, 15 minutes. Finally, it's like, all right, someone's got to get me, my friend. Yeah. And um, <laughs> we go in there, and I finally get him to open the door. And he's like, oh, I'm just going to be a minute, man. I'm just finishing up. I don't feel the greatest. And we're like, all right, it's cool. So close the door and does not lock it. Someone walks in. And, oh, my God. Balls. There's balls in there. You know, it's not good. And it's like we're now tracking attention from the workers. And it's like, uh, all right, you know, just it's it's time to roll. He's going to be out. Sir, sir, we're finishing up, sir. You guys need to leave. I know, but he's, sir, he doesn't have his pants on right now. Okay, take your time, sir. Like, so we've got like one guy in there and like. Mm -hmm. Another guy monitoring the door, and then like another three by the entrance, pretending they're not associated with those people. And uh, but yeah, that was like a common occurrence, even house parties. Just you know, strip and go naked to the bathroom and dive on in. You don't want to make a mess. It's almost like he kind of. I've got like this theory that he was hoping somebody found him. Like it was like he just <laughs> like a, a bit that he was like there's a coherent part just, of his brain that just wanted people to see his asshole. Just a very committed bit. Yeah, I get that. That so makes gonna, sense. I'm going to faux puke in the hopes that somebody looks at my butt. <laughs> but, sorry. I mean, I didn't really have a lot for this segment, and I didn't really have a lot for a standout story. Sorry. It's it was a good story. I like this story. I like this podcast, man. It's a good podcast. It's been a good podcast. some good beers. I mean, we still got a couple episodes left. I think we got like four or five. If I haven't done it yet, I also apologize for like not having content past couple weeks is not due to salsa dave he went out of town he took a trip we just we chilled out we've been busy we've i've been back to school we made a hot sauce instead we've prioritized other things over recording in the past couple weeks and for anyone that uh you know was driving to work and hoping for some suds buds on their thursday if you didn't have it last week i'm sorry we got a pretty heavy catalog Yeah. yeah we got a lot of episodes we got a lot of content so for that we're dropping this one and uh yeah something a little different yeah, so. we'll, we'll be back on the pixar front next week definitely i think we got what do we got coming up next week is that coco, coco. oh yes i'm very excited for this one one of the few uh, musicals i guess you could say from pixar yeah i'm interested to see because like one big thing i think i've mentioned it before but like one big difference is like disney movies tend to have like big musical numbers pixar does not but apparently this I've heard this one breaks that mold so I'm very curious to see how they do that. Yes, and I think out of the next 
four or five films we have left. Um, mm-hmm. Like three of those are um, pretty centered on a particular culture. Yeah. So I think uh, uh, Coco is Mexico. Yep. Um, Soul definitely, um, I think, really does a beautiful job of kind of capturing just african-american life um in a modern day metropolitan area um i think that film does a good job of paying homage to what it is like to be a you know again i'm coming at this from an outside stance (laughs) but i've i've heard that the film does a really good job of just uh portraying life of a a black man that works in education in a city and just kind of dealing with mortality and and his culture and his roots and his background and um even down to we'll talk about it once we get there but uh beautiful scene that takes place in a barber shop that uh might be a little different than what we're used to from pixar but is nonetheless a uh quite the standout scene like so coco and coco and Soli like the two i'm most looking forward to on these and we've got luca which i believe is uh italy I, I've I've heard mixed reviews on Luca, but I'm not yeah. trying to let that that. Honestly, sometimes I like mixed reviews because then you know, like I, I don't have expectations going in. You and me both. Yeah. But speaking of mixed reviews, what do we say we uh, take it home with our final beer review? We drank a Sam Adams Oktoberfest. Did. Um. It was it was a weird one. Um, there was a lot more flavor going on. Like, and not necessarily in a bad way, but I got, like, some kind of pumpkin notes coming from it, which was a weird thing to have, especially have it after having two, like, fairly mellow kind of classics. This one had a little spice in it. Um, not like, I don't know. Yeah, I, it, it was for sure some, it was either pumpkin flavor or some spice that is also pretty common in like a pumpkin pie or a pumpkin dish um which i'm not gonna say it was off-putting but it's not what i look for in an Oktoberfest. like that's not really i understand the seasons it's not really what i was looking for um still think it was pretty well done i just wouldn't I'd do like a one and then move on to something else. So I'm probably going to put that at like a, probably going to put that at like a three, two, three, two. I didn't dislike it, but it's definitely a very middle of the road kind of beer for me. Yeah, that's fair. Three, two, three, two. Like the only kind of beer you can buy at a gas station in Minnesota, in Utah. Oh yeah, that is Utah. Lake. Utah's got some like weird, weird liquor laws. Yeah, pretty wonky. Uh huh. Um, I think I'm gonna be a little higher than you. I will buy Sam Adams Oktoberfest every year just because I think it's an approachable one. It is maybe not the most traditional take, but it is a take, and it is it's a good one. Um, I'm probably gonna be at like a three point eight. Um, I enjoy it. It's not my favorite, honestly. I think Bell's does a better job, but. Uh, definitely one i gotta sneak in there each year so sure tis the season tis the season um so i guess ranking wise i think we're on the same like threes or the same 
order for our favorites. Coming in at number three is the Luplin October. Then the Sam Adams, I think. Yep. Yep. And then then that Bell's Oktoberfest coming in at number one. That's it. All right. Well, before we hit the dusty old trail, what do you say you answer my very final question? Very final question. Let's hear it. What is one fun autumnal activity you would like to do as a Suds Buds tandem? Suds Buds? Ooh. I'm going to come up with one. You're going to come up with one, and we're going to put each other through it. It can even be a day if you have a day filled with activities. A day filled with activities. I mean, I'm a big... uh, I'm a big... I'm a big chili cook-off kind of guy. Ooh, I'm down for that. I love a chili cook-off, but I've never done a chicken chili. Uh, My, the ribs play a pretty heavy part in like the chili I normally do. So I might have to like figure out how to adjust that recipe. Could do one of each. We could bring your crock pot. We could use the grill. We could have two crock pots. We could do a big chicken and a big uh, pork rib. Well, yeah, but, well, it's a beef rib. Oh, it's a beef rib. I do a beef rib. But, like, I, I need you to try it, and I'm not going to force you to eat a beef rib chili. I try a spoon of it. But then you're going to want more. Mm, we'll and then see. all of a sudden... We'll see. All of a sudden, you're a full-fledged... You're, you're a carnivore. You're a, you're a T-Rex. I've had raw beef this year. I could do cooked. You did raw beef? When did you do raw beef? I had uh, beef tartare at uh, Lexington with a, a jiu-jitsu buddy oh, early okay. on in the summer. It's one of those things he ordered up a bunch of apps and it was just the two of us and it was kind of like, I don't think it was a flex on his part. I think that's just kind of like how he goes out. You know, mm-hmm. it's a, it's an experience and it was a bit overwhelming. So I'm like looking at like, I got like six people's food for like two. Ah. And so when he's like dive in, I'm like, it was kind of just like a customary thing. Like sure. I'm going to, I'm going to do this cause it seems polite right now. And it also looked really good. I bet it was. Yeah. Tartare is a weird one, but like when they do it right, then it's pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. If you're going to taste beef, have the flavor of beef, a flavor <laughs> you don't have almost ever in your life, that's probably the best way to do it. Sure. Um, so yeah, I'd try it. Um, chili cook-off. I think that's a good answer. I like chili cook-offs. Um, I would like to do a, a fire and maybe a cider day. Ooh. Like maybe whip up a batch of cider and then follow it up with a fire. Have some homies come by. All right. Maybe do some hors d'oeuvres. Maybe you even wrap it into one day. Maybe Good wrap. Ooh. Cider, we, chili, and then... Because then we can get a panel opinion yeah. on chilies. Yeah. I dig that, actually. We could do a couple of things. We could even do a pie if we wanted to. Cider won't take long. That's like a simmer. We could do an yeah. apple pie. We could it, do this on a Tuesday, man, where we get ahead. We just got to get ahead one episode... We do we do a big old uh, the Suds Buds Fall Special, Suds Suds Buds Autumnal Special. I'm saying we meet up at like noon. We chef it. People show up around five or six. Maybe throw some bean bags in the backyard. Mm. Listen to some tunes. Have a fire. That'd be pretty dope. I might have I might have to prep the chili before I get here. Yeah. I'm. Yeah, it's one of like chili's one of those like you end up, it's like a whirlwind in the kitchen where you're Same like I need to do this. Yeah, exactly. Um but I, I guess I could bring it over like before like in that stage before having it simmer and like um yeah, blend for 6 hours. Yeah. Oh, that'd be We're going to yeah, the suds make up, buds, uh, make suds, 
Sudsbloods Fall Fall Festival. Love it. Do some cornbread for with the chili. Oh, gotta do cornbread. Corn, it's like that that uh, Achilles heel. Any cornbread is just even when, for me like even when cornbread's bad, it's it's not bad. I wonder if you could do pumpkin cornbread. Just a little bit of pumpkin, like not a lot of sugar, but still get that pumpkin flavor and that nutmeg. Mm, but you could. That'd be pretty good. Nice dessert cornbread. The wheels are turning in the Suds Bud Studio. I'm all about this fall festival. Well, stay tuned, folks. The fall festival of the Suds Buds will be happening. Um, Actually, Eric actually said off air that he's going to spring for a Ferris wheel. (laughs) Have a Ferris wheel at this. We'll throw this out there right now because we are a we talk about it all the time. We don't have ads. This is not a source of income for us. We're just two guys that like beer and we like animated Disney movies and we're homies. So we sit down and we chop it up. But if you've made it to this point in today's episode and you like what you just heard about the fall classic, message us at sudsbudspod at gmail.com or reach out on Instagram at sudsbudspod on Instagram and say I'm interested. I'm in. RSVP. Whether you're a friend of ours or just someone who's come across us from listening. RSVP. We'd love to meet you in person. Or like I said, if you're a friend, love to give you a hug and see you again. Hmm. So uh, Maybe you can walk out with a bottle of hot sauce at the end. Who knows? There you go. We'll make it worth your while. Um, but yeah, reach out. We're all about uh, getting people involved and continuing to provide you guys with fun content. So. Sorry, we went a little long-winded today. Thought it was going to be a quick one, but... Uh, it's Oktoberfest. It's Oktoberfest. It's Oktoberfest. Leave me alone. It's AutoZone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Oktoberfest. Yes. Yes. Toyotathon. Toyotathon. Oktoberfest. Well, we appreciate you joining us all at Toyotathon. Uh, we are the Suds Buds. Like I said, sudsbudspod at gmail.com. Sudsbudspod on Instagram. We're coming to the end of the season, so hang with us. We'll get there, and then we'll have something else fun, hopefully coming down the pipe afterwards. So take it easy, everybody. Stay safe. Please Pixar responsibly, and wear a sweater. It's getting chilly out. Yeah, I love sweaters. I got so many. Wee! Wee! Don't you take that from me. Welcome to the Chop House.